I want it Brad's way. <laughs> <clears throat> What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. And I am Brad Blazek. What up, Brad? Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? Not much. How you doing? I'm I'm good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. We're back. We're recording. Yeah, back on the, I'm back in the saddle, dude. Yeah. It felt good to say I'm the ex- intro again. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Been a I'm minute. excited about uh, the new route we're taking. Yeah, man. You mean the the split off? Yes. Yeah. I've, we've gotten. We mentioned it on the last episode. Yeah. Should we re, should we reset? We can for reset. That real might quick. not have heard. Yeah. Okay. To put it real simple, where uh, until things start picking back up again. Uh, in the music world, i.e. tours, and specifically Pearl Jam tours, um, we're going to go to once a month for single podcast theory, but we want to keep the conversation going, but I don't want to muddy the waters, you know what I mean? I don't want SPT to turn into a, a podcast that devolves into just the two hosts talking about anything but Pearl Jam, um, so we're going to do a little side podcast It'll be shorter and um, will be easy for us to do as well because part of this is just time uh, with my life anyway, especially um, getting some things in order so I have more time to do the things that I love to do, hopefully, like this. Um, But we're going to keep that going with another podcast yet to be named. (laughs) Yes. Did that sum it up? I think so. Yeah. Cool. So be on the lookout. Obviously, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, and other than the the once a month until shit gets going again uh, podcast, I'm sure there'll be side stuff that we do. Like, I might have a free hour and a half one day, and I might just record a solo episode to throw out there or something. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll do the same thing. So yeah. But we just yep. wanted, to, as far as a commitment, say you know we're committing to to pulling back to once a month, and then uh, I've already got revisit uh, two. Two separate people lined up to do like shows with. Sweet, yeah. I need to get. Pearl Jam. I need to get Pearl Jam related. Going. That's great. Can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but today, on episode one fifty eight of Single Podcast Theory, uh, we're going to talk about comes and goes. We're going to dig back into some Gigaton action. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Is it a good song, Brad? Do you think uh, it's yeah, a good song? Should I, should I spoil my review no. right now? Well, <laughs> here's the deal. Anyone that's been listening f- for a while yeah, they knows what know your review is going to be. Yeah. Uh, so we won't spoil it for any noobs. I'll just say I do enjoy the song, but I won't say how much or how little. Yeah, we'll get How's into that? it. We'll get into it. Yeah. I can't wait. Have a little argument with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. What else? Should we just get straight into emails? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Fuck yeah. It. Why don't we? Emails. <laughs> All right. Actually, we don't have that many emails today. Um, kind of a light day in the email world, but, uh, you're gonna, yeah. let's see. I'm starting off actually. You are starting How off. How about that? This is from Tim Smith. He says, uh, hey, Brad. Happy New Year to you both, and I hope all is well. Great to hear a newish episode out, and I just wanted to say that I'm psyched about the new uh, the new podcast that's on its way. Also, <laughs> wanted to let you know that a new SBT T-shirt made it all the way to Australia recently, and I'm super proud to be wearing it around sunny Newcastle. Thanks again, and take it easy, Tim Smith. Thanks, Tim. I'm glad you Tim. got your shirt. Hell yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm glad. Sheesh. That you're uh, 
maybe gonna come on the uh, jump on the train with us on this other side podcast. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we've gotten um, all the feedback we've gotten from people about this new thing has been positive. So that was that was pretty cool to hear. That's great because it was it is kind of uh, you know change. No one likes change. I love change. And you don't want to disappoint anybody by being like, well, we're not doing SPT anymore, even though we are. Yeah, but, we are. I love change, but, man. Uh, That's where you and I differ mm, greatly. Mm, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I, I mean, mean I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited to do it, and I can't wait to do it. Uh, I just didn't want people to be not excited about it. Ah, uh, I got you. You were That's worried about saying. the response. Right. Well, here's the deal, dude. It's going to be the same as single podcast theory. Right. In terms of like, yeah. we had no grand plans for this podcast. And not that we've right. taken over the podcast world by any means. But mm. man, we have mm. way more people engaged and and downloading episodes than I ever thought yeah. we would have. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And we did it by just not worrying about it and That's true doing too. it. And yeah. we can yeah. do the same thing again. And if it doesn't work, who gives a shit? It doesn't That's matter. True. Look, I yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, yeah, yeah. Part of me is is like nervous about what people will think or say, but part of me is like, I don't care. I'm getting to talk to you every week or every couple weeks, and that's really all I care about. Right. Yeah. No offense to the listeners. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, man. And there, and it's that's the thing. It's two different two different experiences going on like i do worry a little bit more about certain things with this this podcast because it is about you know us and this like community of nerds that we're all a part of and there's you know i don't think of it in this terms but like you want to represent the brand well you know what i mean like right represent pearl jam fans well right totally and there's tons of things that we probably hold back on in certain ways because of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, where and I feel like that's a that's a good kind of like fence to straddle. You know what I mean? I think that's healthy. Yeah. But yeah. this one, here's the deal: if we're having fun doing it, and someone doesn't like what we're talking about, I don't give a hot fuck, and I don't mean that mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. I don't mean I don't yeah. care about that person or whatever it is, but it's right. just like, yeah, yeah. that's not what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not here yeah. to, we can just talk shit and it's fun yeah. when we do that because we're so different. And anyway, we've gone on too long about this, but yes, um, I think it could be a lot of fun, man. Yes. So thank you, Tim. Glad you got Thanks, your t-shirt. Tim. Appreciate it. Yeah. Man. And uh, you got Robert next. Yes. I do. Ooh, Bob. Bob Remington. Yeah, man. What's up, Brads? Just wanted to send a note of encouragement. I re-listened to, <laughs> I re-listened to the Riot Act episode that you put back up. Well, the beginning anyway. And I appreciate the stance going forward. I, for one, won't be going anywhere except to add the B&B experience in addition to listen to SPT, which we might not call it B&B experience, but we can talk about that yeah. later. Uh, over the holidays I bought a notebook and started jotting down some ideas because I thought I might dabble in the Pearl Jam podcast world that you two really created did we we create we did create this we're creators dude we're just like um, we're so so creative we're like the Kardashians yeah and (laughs) content creators yes we are content creators we're like YouTubers um, the first thing that came to mind was that there was no way I'd be able to put out more than an episode a month because what am I going to do? Discuss Riot Act? <laughs> ah. Shit, you guys have already done that more than once. Uh, I honestly don't know how some of the other podcasts can do weekly episodes. There's too much stuff without there being enough stuff. It makes any sense. Wait if a second. It just sense. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It makes, I think that makes too much sense. <laughs> I think you're right. 
<laughs> Wait a second. It just dawned on me. This is a ploy to not have to do the River Cross episode, isn't it? Ah! Blazik <laughs> knows the aftermath would be a bloodbath. LOL. It's so true, man. I can't wait for emails <laughs> after that episode. Yeah. We're, no, we are going to do River Cross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but you both sounded a little disappointed about your decision to slow down the the amount of content coming from SPT. Be proud of what you have created. Be proud of the community you have assembled, and be proud that you want to keep the content fresh and entertaining. It's all good. You guys do great work, and I'm looking forward to hearing the new podcast as well. I highly doubt I'll ever get a podcast off the ground because I can already see the amount of effort that goes into it. So thanks again for doing what you both have done so the rest of us can listen. You guys do great work. Can't wait to hear you in the future days around the bend. Bob Remington. Dude, thank you so much. Thanks, really, man. Really nice words about our little show and what we do. Yeah, and especially coming from someone that's been around... Yeah. For a long time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, we recognize this name from way back. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again, Bob. Um, all right, we got one more. We got Mike Gibson. This is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, hey, gents, I've streamed about 30 episodes in the past week, and goddamn, I miss y'alls. <laughs> anyway, rather than writing a 30-page essay about my thoughts, opinions, stories, and never-ending love for you two and the band, I threw it all into an Excel spreadsheet and attached that. Oh, man. It's much easier to read and digest. Uh, the page starts with Brad Bingo. Each square features something that tends to occur, occur in your shows, and I genuinely love when they happen. I hope you like it, and I promise Brad Bingo was made with love and is meant to be a compliment. Uh <laughs> And he says, cheers, and I'm going to open up this Brad Bingo, Brad Bingo mm -hmm. Excel spreadsheet here because I love um, – It's so got good, a bingo dude. board, and these are the things you can, like, land on or whatever. Uh, and I'm just going to read all of them because I think they're okay. fucking great. I, I do too. Uh, let's see. We'll just go column by letter. So the B column, there's one block that is uh, someone hums a tune that the other can't decipher. Happened a million times. Lions mentions Zeppelin. <laughs> I love this one. Kate Cotton is mentioned. Yay, Kate. Agreed. Yay, Kate. Uh, let's see here. Blazik can't finish his sentence without laughing at himself. <laughs> Blazik likes that a song. That happens once in a while. What's that? Mm -hmm. I said that happens every once in a while. It does. It happens a lot. Uh... Then there's Blazik likes a song and Lions didn't expect it. It's true, man. You're unpredictable. Uh, <laughs> under the I column, we've got awkward silence that goes on for an awesome amount of time. God, I love that one so much because sometimes when we have silences, it's because there's late weird latency with the connection. Sometimes it's just we run out, you know there's that lull in conversation and I like tighten it up. So you guys never even hear it, but sometimes it's either just the perfect amount as it is, or I'll change it to the perfect amount. <laughs> and I'm so glad that someone has picked up on that. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Uh, let's see here. Someone, someone changes their mind on a song or album ranking. Blazik mentions Metallica <laughs> lions says, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Blazik gives an idea that literally came out of left field. Yeah, it never happens. Let's see, in column, starts a rant about not liking a song and likes it by the end of the rant. <laughs> very observant. That's very true. Uh, a fan gives the boys a new nickname. Uh, the free in the center uh, is Hail Hail. I love that. I do too. Uh, Lions nerds out about technical aspects of music. Uh, it gives a dick or poop joke. <laughs> I love that those that were next to each other and how I read it. Lions nerds out about technical aspects of music. Blazik gives a dick or poop joke. All things you can expect on an SPC. Right. Uh, we're almost done. 
This is uh, in quotes. This is a Pearl Jam podcast. Let's get back to Pearl Jam. And they don't get back to Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Lion says, hell yeah. Lion says, shit. <laughs> Blazik asks, what's the word for... Lions mentions Clint. Yay, Clint. Got a Clint fan in here. I love that. Uh, let's see here. And the last few are... Uh, one mentions a song that the other hates. Lions keeps audio in that Blazik uh, specifically... Oh, Lions keeps audio in that Blazik specifically asks, asks to mm-hmm. cut. I love doing that every once in a while. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. Uh, Blazik asks a question that Lions won't answer for, in all caps, obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and the last two, no one is sure whose turn it is to read the next email. <laughs> and we end with Blazik calls himself metal. So true, man. That's mm-hmm. such a great bingo metal, board, dude. man. I love it. Amazing. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. That was fun. Um, we're done with emails, but we got some housekeeping, yeah? Yes. A couple things. And we'll start with Danny B., Danny Which B. I mentioned, this, I mentioned I mentioned this on the episode of Kate, but I also want to I want to get your input on it. Yeah, man, this is amazing what oh, yeah. you did for us. This is so cool. Um, so we both received a package from Danny B, and I'm going to read the letter that he sent. Uh, he sent us. Uh, my two brads, thank you for the B&B experience. A little slice of awesome and an unbelievable year. Patty B's latest craft obsession is gnomes. She creates a variety of characters. Once people see them, they, are, uh, they make special cre- requests such as a Viking or Dr. Gnomes. For myself, I have a Pearl Jam gnome that has the home shows patch on his hat. <clears throat> my second request are these single podcast theory ones. Your hair color coincides with the beard colors. I call these creations unthought gnome. <laughs> when I showed uh, when I showed Patty the Jeremy Poulet creations, she said, "I got to put these on a T-shirt." Uh, Jeremy is the one that has been <laughs> sending us yeah um, these these pictures that he's drawn that are just hilarious. Did you see the last one <laughs> of me <laughs> in the litter box? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, you got to send that to me. Uh, Happy holidays to you and yours. I appreciate the effort you guys put forth to put the show out and all the laughs, commentary, and insights into the greatest band in the world. Peace and love, Danny and Patty B. Buffalo. Man, thank you guys so much. Yeah, this thing. I've got got mine sitting right here in front of me by the computer in in my studio, and I just, I love it. It's so, like... It's just a a cool, different thing. Yeah, I love it, man. It's got the little um, the toboggan on with the SPT. Yeah, uh, the patch logo on, on the hat. Yeah, and his his. It's funny because it's you know it's covering his eyes, mm-hmm. but his big nose is sticking out, yeah. and then he's just got the giant beard. It's just so. It's such a cool thing. It's great. I've got it at so. my uh, on my home rig, at <clears throat> my home studio, up next to my monitor. I keep a little. Shit, like in here at the studio, I've got a, I've got a Raphael Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I've got a James Hetfield bobblehead, I've got a Wolverine bobblehead, I've got a Skeletor action figure, no shit from when I was mm. a kid. Now that I think about it, that might be worth money. But anyway, it's it's well, been added to the collection, so thank you guys. You might remember I have a Napoleon Dynamite talking figure. You would. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. Uh, How many things does he say? Like uh, 18 different lines. Do another one. One more. (laughs) Can you bring me my chapstick? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a good one to stop on. (laughs) idiot. Oh, God. Pandora's box has been opened. Is that because you think you're fat? Napoleon's box has been open. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. again, Danny. But B. no, but but I also I just want to say he sent an actual he sat down and wrote yeah, a letter. It's pretty great. 
It's not just a Gmail. It's not just an email. It's an actual letter that he wrote. He didn't even type it. He wrote it out. With with a pen. Yeah, with a pen. Do those <laughs> exist? I don't I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah, that was that was a an awesome Christmas present. So yeah, thank for you sure. both. Especially Patty B. She made it. All oh, yeah, Danny she did, did was throw it in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Less points to Dan. <laughs> Danny B loses. Patty wins. JK. It sounded like you just walked away. I'm here. Oh, What's okay. up? I dropped just my guitar picks. Oh, okay. I had to pick them up. Well, thank God you got those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have. To, they must be in my hands at all times. All right. What else we got for um, housekeeping? Music cares. Music we got, cares. Once again, another. Um, donation, donation in our name made, made to yeah very cool we really appreciate that if anyone doesn't know what Music Cares is that's a um, organization that helps me a ton uh, get help for anxiety and depression and no shit no one like this is not a uh, tit for tat this isn't because someone made a donation uh it legit helped me change my life when I couldn't afford to. And um, it helps musicians get help for substance, substance abuse, depression, anxiety, um, you know, suicidal ideation, all that kind of stuff. And it's hard for us to get adequate mental health uh, coverage as well as just medical coverage in general. But... Um, so they actually paid for half of my treatment, just paid for it. And that's the only reason why I was able to, to go do what I did. Uh, so I personally, I mean, both of us appreciate it so much, but from a personal level, really appreciate the donations being made. So thank you so much. I agree. Cool. Uh, Patreon. Patreon. Talk about Patreon. Let's do it. We have a, we have a, Patreon, <laughs> I can never say that fucking word, dude. You just did. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Good job, bud. Uh, we have a <clears throat> we have a Patreon page. We've got some patrons over there. We really appreciate you guys um, helping us out with signing up and donating to the show. It really, first of all, it means so much to us, but it also does go to helping out, like keeping the show coming. So, for sure, um, we got a couple new patrons. I don't know. I feel bad. I should know this, right? I, 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 I we got two new patrons, but mm -hmm. I think, I think one, maybe not both of these guys have signed up in the past. Okay, but cool. They might have jumped off and jumped back on because I recognize the names. But anyway, <laughs> all that to say, Jeff Keller, Jeff Keller, and Mike Gibson. We just talked, uh, yeah, talked about old uh, Brad Bingo. Both of them signed up, so we really appreciate that. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Yes, totally. What else? What else? Uh, T Public. T Public. Tim Smith got his shirt. <clears throat> so this is how it works. There's a, a website called T Public. T E E Public dot com. And we have a storefront, like we have a website page on this website. So if you want a t-shirt, they make it real hard. I was telling you before, if you go on this website and you search single podcast theory, like it doesn't come up. I don't know why. Sweet. I don't, I'm not in charge of it. <laughs> that's, that's what you want to hear right there. <laughs> right. But if you want a shirt, if you want a link to these shirts... Just send me a message, single podcast theory at Gmail. You can message me on Facebook, Messenger. You can go on Instagram, Twitter. We have all that mess. The easiest way to do it, though, is through the Gmail, single podcast theory at Gmail. I will send you a link. Um, there's two different shirts. There's a, a black one with the red logo. That's the old school. That's the shirt we've we've had forever. And then you could – there's another shirt that's got – the black logo, and there's like 20 or 25 different colors to choose from. 
It's pretty cool. Right on. You can come up with all kind of different colors. So I think they're 20 bucks plus shipping is like six bucks. Sweet. Um, so yeah, if you want a t-shirt, reach out and I will send you the special link to that. Yeah. And people have been buying them. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. They had a big sale a couple weeks ago. People went crazy for that sale. So thank you to everybody. I hope we've gotten some emails from people that have received them and they really like them. So cool. that's good to hear. Um, what else? I think that's, I think that's everything. All right. What so am I forgetting? I'm sure something real important. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I, I'll okay. apologize Just in advance. In advance. To, yeah. You're used to doing that though, right? Oh, there was some, per, there was some Pearl Jam news. Okay. Okay. Did you hear about that? You might not have heard about this because this just happened, I think, yesterday. But there is a there is a tr- Pearl Jam tribute band, and their name is Pearl Jam, spelled with two M's. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been around for years. I mean, like the band knows about them, but they they put out a statement that Pearl Jam sent them like a legal cease and desist. Mm-hmm. They can't use the name and the logo anymore. Yeah. And they were um, obviously upset, you know? Sure. <clears throat> so, but they changed their name. I think it came out today that they've changed their name to Legal Jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love how passive aggressive that is <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um did you drop your picks again i did <laughs> yeah i did oh my god brad is it something um, you do you like twiddle them in your fingers while you're talking or something yes yes oh okay i don't know what's happening today um but our good friend john that's that has helped us out with some of the production stuff mm-hmm He's actually part of Pearl Jam with two M's. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, so shout out to John and those Sub guys. John. We hate that that's happening. I don't know. This happened to Metallica, a Metallica tribute band like a year or two ago. And Metallica then, after like a week or two, came out and said, we didn't do this. This was like our management like we yeah. had nothing to do. We didn't know about this, so I'm like, kind of hoping you, that's that's usually legal stuff that the band, yeah, probably doesn't even fucking know about, right? But so maybe it's something like that, and they'll get it worked out. I don't know. Yeah, you got to have money. Those lawyers are yeah. expensive, man. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why so. you, you usually just change the name. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's easier, but. Yeah. It just sucks for them because that's the last thing I'm sure they wanted to hear. You know what I mean? Sure. You get an email from Pearl Jam Management and you're like, oh, yeah, what's this? And you open it and it's a cease and desist Here's letter. the deal. If you yeah. are, especially if you make music or if you're in a Pearl Jam cover band or you have a Pearl Jam podcast, that's the email mm-hmm. address you don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not yeah. going to be them telling you good Ooh. job. Man, you just blew my mind. Because now I'm going to be worried about getting that letter. Ah, uh, we're fine. I haven't even thought about that. Oh, we're fine? Yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Hours and hours of commentary about a band. Yeah, but we play their music on the show. And that's what I'm saying. These dudes have been around for years. And sure. now all of a sudden, yeah. they're getting the hey, cease and desist. Maybe we will. Mm. Now that you've talked about mm. it on air, great. Yeah, God. Giving people ideas. Oh, no. Eddie, I'm sorry. You've done us in, Brad. <laughs> you just went, you just hit the nuclear button. Mm hmm. Well, well, so much for SPT. It's been fun, yeah. guys. Good, good thing we've got this new thing coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. Are we done? Can we talk about Pearl Jam now? I th- yes. Yes. Listen to a song. That I actually yeah. haven't listened to in a while. Um, I hadn't either until today. Yeah, so we're doing Comes and Goes today. Continuing our track-by-track track breakdown 
of Gigaton. Do we need to, should we just listen to it or do, because, you know, I think I know how let's you feel, let's, but. Let, let's talk about how we feel for real quick. Okay. How do you feel? Uh, I think it's a great song. I think um, it, I literally love the sound of the, like the engineering and the production of it. I love it on that level. Um, even though it's so fucking simple, which is probably why I like that part of it so much. As far as the song goes, I think it's a fucking killer song. Um, I like having something like this on this record. It's a nice break and it keeps it from being too samey, kind of, kind of like Buckle Up does, but in a, in a different way. Uh, but I will say that it's not a song that I'm always in the mood for. Mm -hmm. Like if I go to Gigaton, I know this sounds so weird, but this is the way I listen to music. Like if I put on a record, sometimes it's because there's like five songs on the record that I'm really in the mood to hear those five songs. And so I'll skip around to hit those five songs. Right. Um, on that kind of like, I love it when I'm like, I'm going to sit and listen to this record. I love the song. Um, but I, I have to admit that I don't uh, just like go seek this song out every time. Right. Yeah. But it's not a knock on it. I love it. Right. So what about you? I, I do like it. I maybe don't love it, but I do. I like it. I enjoy it. And it's... Um... Mm, you know, it's not, um, it doesn't give me the feeling of like a Eddie Vedder solo song, mm -hmm. which I know that probably sounds crazy because it is just Ed on a guitar singing right. the song, but it doesn't have, you know, his music kind of has a certain flavor to it and this song kind of doesn't, you know? Sure. I agree So with that. I do, I like it, um... The the only negative thing I would say is like it's a little long. Mm -hmm. There's a point where it probably could have, it didn't need like the extra verse and chorus maybe. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, because it's because it's kind of the same thing. It just keeps doing the same thing. It doesn't really change, you know. Yeah, there's a weird way in which it's um, it's so. A songwriter's song. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I, I can see, like... Because sometimes I have to remember that my my perspective and the way I experience and look at music um, isn't the same as people who don't make music, right? Like, mm -hmm. sometimes I forget that everyone doesn't experience it the same way. And I can understand if you're not, like, a songwriter or into some of the more nuanced sides of things that it could just be boring and long, you know? But for yeah. me, it's like, even just, I, I've got the lyrics sitting in front of me um, for when we talk or listen to the song. Right. And there's just little things in the, in just looking at the lyrics on the page that I'm like, oh, I love how he did this here. Like super nerdy shit. You know, right. the way yeah. Yeah. some, some asshole might talk about wine or something. You know, right. is yeah. how I probably sound if I were to talk about all those little things. And maybe we will, but... I want you to, though. That's, like, what we're here for. That's what this this 40 minutes of time is for. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to get nerdy, this is what you come sure. to hear that. So, yeah. yes, I want to hear all that stuff. Especially because, well, A, I like when you talk about that technical kind of stuff. And B, because... The, one of the reasons I like that is because sometimes that will change my mind, change right. my perspective. Hearing it from a songwriter's perspective puts puts me like in Ed's mind a little bit. Right. So I, you know, I like all that. And going back to it being too long, I mean, I'm an asshole, right? So I I want Ed to make the songs that he wants to make, and he can make them however he wants. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Right. You know. And this this whole album, I think we've talked about this. There is kind of a <clears throat> what do you say um, theme. There's sure. it seems sounds like Eddie had a lot to say 
on most of these songs. And there's a lot of words. There's a lot of lyrics in most of these songs. There's no like Lucans in here, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So that's that's just another song in this theme of I'm going to throw all these words in there because I got a lot to say. Sure. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah. Let's listen to the song. Yeah. And then we can start digging into some Crank of it stuff. up. All right. Let's, let's rock. Let's get this thing set up here. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Coming at you. High or low, where'd you go? Are you stuck in the middle of spectral invisible goals? I'm here juxtaposed Like images of angels in the snow Our courage melts away, it comes and goes Where you been? Can I find a glimpse of my friend? Don't know where or when one of us slept. The other behind. Divisions came and troubles multiplied. Here's one observation that I'll make that's kind of nerdy or whatever, and make it quick so you can think about it for the rest of the song. But like, Mm-hmm. Listen to the conversation that's happening between his vocal and the guitar. And it's the only two elements really happening, right? Every time, listen to it. When he starts singing, he calms down on the right-hand action on the acoustic. And then the second he has a break in phrase, he does some quick triplet kind of thing or something. And it's that vocal and that guitar t- kind of talking to each other. I think that's really cool, you know? Please Stand intense recollections of pain, self neglecting again. Like you, I keep it in. Thought you found a game where you could win. Yeah, it's all vivisection. Oh 
some of it was mine. Go. How you feeling there, bud? I I, I do. I like this song a lot. <laughs> I think every time I hear it, I enjoy it more. Why did you enjoy it more that time? Uh, maybe because I'm not listening to it within the context of the album. Mm. That's interesting. Because Buckle Up is before... And then I think Retrograde is the next song. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you know. I yeah, think just, it is the sleepy part of the, the record, quote-unquote. Yeah, you know. yeah. It, no, I think just listening to it as a song instead of part of the whole, I kind of can focus on what I like about it, you know? Yeah. When it's not sitting on a record where you're excited to get to a different song. Right. And I just heard Buckle Up, one of my favorite songs on the album. Right. That's true. Um, man, the lyrics. Great. I don't know if you want to talk talk about the lyrics. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, did, you, did what I said make sense earlier as far as that kind of conversation between the guitar and the vocal? Totally. Yeah, totally. You know? I'd never thought of it that way. But once you pointed it out, I'm, I totally hear that. It's it's kind of kind of a call and response yeah type thing yeah like it's the, cool those verses are just he's just same chord like three times yeah just one hit yeah. pretty much uh, he does like the what is that first verse let me pull this lyric back up um, let's see here. High or low, where'd you go? Stuck in the middle, the spectrum, invisible ghost. He always does some mm -hmm. little thing, and then he sings right. the next line. You know, he even comes those back down. Yeah, even those little riffs that happen, it's a handoff between the vocal and and the guitar. You know, taking taking the lead, kind of. I like, and you can only really experience that and hear that when it's such a a simple arrangement meaning um right. it's just acoustic and vocal you know you you there's room to breathe with with those two things whereas you know it produces something we like but with a band you're just you're just shoving everything into the speakers you know mm -hmm. um, it's the opposite it's about what well, yeah what's up i was just going to say i think Josh Evans talks about the fact that they tried that what is the quote here different people tried different things but anytime we added something it actually didn't add something yeah it takes away the rest of the yeah the rest of the band realized their part of for this song was to not play why mess with it i love that yeah and that's less the, is more yeah for sure and you know like you're talking about the lyrics i mean to me if i were to guess and it doesn't matter but if i was to make an educated guess I would say that these are all lyrics that he had written down before music, is my guess. Mm -hmm. And and when people throw around, it's gonna be hard to artic articulate. Maybe people throw around terms like artists or whatever. Um, you know, that can be a very subjective definition, and who falls under that category or whatever. But. When I listen to a song like that and I've got the lyrics in front of me and I'm reading through them and that song only happens by letting it happen. If that makes sense, even though that sounds contra or sounds redundant. Like, 
mm-hmm. people try and learn how to write songs right there and there is like a craft to it there is a there are kind of like formulas right that that work and right and sometimes it's exciting to break those formulas and do something different but sometimes when you break those formulas you're like mm, there's a reason why these formulas work you know yeah um yeah. and for these people that write for people that write songs that can be such a vibe you know what i mean it's they've learned how to take whatever words are on that piece of paper if that's how it's starting and sit down and they just know how to not think and 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 be open and access the the creativity or the inspiration or whatever and just start strumming a chord until it sounds like it's the right chord it's so not scientific and so not technical how songs like this get written does it make sense like totally he just sits in it it, and something happened and all these little he has a structure to it right like Mm -hmm. every every verse is the same melody and same phrasing right which leads me to believe that it came from the lyric but that's a hard thing to do is is to sit down with any instrument with eight verses or whatever there is here yeah and and make it work well and going back to me being like it's too long um Mm -hmm. maybe he played it shorter and it just didn't feel right exactly yeah you know well and that's and it didn't feel it didn't feel done until he did add in the extra verse and the extra chorus at the end i don't know it might me saying it should be shorter it might have sounded like shit shorter right well and the part of it too is that he doesn't give a shit right yes and i'm glad he does that's what i love about it is that he and, didn't and, shorten it to be fit more into the formula it's like this right. is what this song is yeah here yeah. that's a mark i mean that's part of that that artist thing that makes mm-hmm. it hard to it's being able to jump off the ledge you know what i mean yeah be able to create yeah. something from a very small idea or a sound or a thought you know and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I'm not saying like, oh God, it's so long. I can't even listen to it. I'm just saying tighten it up a little. But who am I? Yeah, Brad, who are you? <laughs> You're my bud. That's who you are. Oh. Thanks. You like how I did that I needed, there? I need I did yeah, I needed to hear I that. Flipped it, man. It's all positive um, here. We're rocking positive on SBT, bro. When you have you thought about what this song what the lyrics are about because i've i've kind of googled went down the rabbit hole of what these lyrics are about and i'm wondering i'm i'm pretty sure you probably didn't no so i'm just saying like as someone who just listens to the song and listens to these words do you have an idea of what he's trying to say nope because it's pretty like um uh, not obscure. Yeah, it's obscure. Like, it's vague. It's, is it? Yeah. Vague. That's what I was going to say. It's very, like, artsy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, th- that's the thing about the rhythm of the lyrics, right? Like, how that works. Um, and, and, again, it doesn't matter if it was the melody first and then the lyric or the lyric first and the melody. Making them fit right. with that, like... Da 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 da. When he does da 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 da. You know, he does that like cascading, right? Ascend or descending melody or whatever. Um, that's and that 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 fits with those lyric. Like, it all just has to happen. You can't plan that shit, right? Like, it's like yeah. When people, you know, you hear someone like uh, I was talk, I was listening to uh, Rick Rubin interview Run the Jewels, and they were talking about um, protest songs don't happen because someone's like, "I'm really angry. I'm going to write a protest song." Anyone that tries to do that, it's going to be a shitty pro. It's not going to work. It has to be something that you really already felt, and yeah, you know what I mean. It has to be in there. It can't be something from afar that might make you mad. You're gonna you're not gonna write a good protest song, right? Yeah, and that kind of applies yeah. to 
to everything. I've never, I've never uh, sat down, felt a s- whatever way, whether it's sadness, whether it's hope, whether it's whatever, and been like, I'm going to write a song about hope <laughs> and come out with anything that wasn't a giant fucking turd. Right. But sometimes I sit down and something happens and the lyrics kind of come at the same time as I'm strumming the guitar and this melody happens seemingly on accident and I grab some line and then I'm able to just roll with it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's uh that's the good that's the good that's when it happens honestly. And then you find that right. oh, I did write a song about hope. I did write a protest song. I did, when you let it naturally, what's in there right. come out, that's when that shit happens, you know? Yep. Well, what do they say? Write what you know. Yeah, for sure. Or what? just what you feel. And that's the thing about <clears throat> yeah. like going just back to honest. the lyric, right? Like, to me, I don't really care what it's about because this song is just right. a vibe to me. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's a yeah. I don't know what he's singing about, but I feel it. I am. You see, I'm kind of torn because I I don't know what it's about. He's never come out and said what it's about. But there are a few theories out there that I don't know if that would like ruin it for you or for people who don't want to know. You know. Usually, the theories are always something that to me are like not plausible. Just because Plus I, they're kind of like these theories sound plausible, but you don't know what Eddie was thinking when he wrote these words. So when you come up with these theories, you could be totally wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some of them, specifically with this song, kind of get into like drama that in with Eddie's personal life and some of the people he knows in his life. Hmm. And I have no interest in that personal drama in these people's lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same. Um, and it's like, uh, go, go is about his pickup truck. Right. But when you read those lyrics, it sounds like he's talking about a, you know, a friend or a girlfriend, mm-hmm. not, he doesn't want them to leave them. But he's talking about his pickup truck, right? You know, yeah, because so, he's not know. gonna say anything. That right? That's like a. Um, you write a song like that, you don't say it's a. You don't put that it's about <laughs> your truck in the lyric, right. right? It's like right when um yeah. There's an example like like when uh, Kendrick Lamar made the album Damn. I think that was in 2017. It won like. Uh, was it the Pulitzer or the, yeah, it must've been the Pulitzer prize mm. for literature or whatever. He, yeah. Something like that. Um, amazing record. And every song title is a, uh, like some of them are like the deadly sins. It's all just a word or a concept. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's DNA, it's, blood it's feel it's love it's god it, like those are the names of the songs and right. like he went through and uh, there's an interview that he did and it, he talks about whole songs that he had written not with anything he was just writing and then he realized like oh this jam needs to be on this record that became damn this is fitting the whole thing uh, and then came up with the concept of each um, song being a word. Well, then he he had written all these lyrics and rhymes and made the song that he loved and then realized, well, for the record, I'm going to do this. And he went through and everywhere he said the word that would become mm-hmm. the title of the song, he had to either rewrite the line or take it out with something else really? and just wow. rewrote all that shit. That's fucking badass. Like that's yeah. that's art and commitment. That's, and that's, that's, yeah, I was gonna say that's an artist. Yeah, and Eddie's the same way. You know. Yeah. Well, listen. Then I, I just uh, I'll just tell people we're not gonna talk about what the theories are. You yeah. you you can go out and find that stuff. It's it's out there online, and pro- people probably know what I'm talking about. You're probably the only one that that doesn't nerd out this way. Yeah, I'm probably the only one. 
alone in the universe. I, I mean, do like um I do like the lyrics and I do think it's super emotional. I'm trying to think of like like it, intense recollection intense recollections of pain self neglecting again like you I keep it in. Mhm. That's, you know. That's what. It sounds like it's, you know, a song about depression. Yeah. Or being, you know, being sad Isolating about yourself. something. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing is like, that's all you need to know. Right. That's what's well, important. It goes back to, we've always said, there's a theme with Eddie's writing is that it doesn't matter what he thought the song was about. The way he writes these songs, they're specific, but vague enough that you can translate these lyrics into your own life and they mean so much to you yeah that's the beauty of it mm -hmm. well i have to uh, we can't finish talking about this song without just for a second talking about mm -hmm. mr josh evans and uh mm -hmm. and this is one of those examples of like um you know people have their theories on what a song means well, people like me have their theories on, or used to, I don't do it anymore, but as an engineer and like budding producer and mixer or whatever, like listen to records and be like, oh, they probably ran that through this and then this compressor and then right. blah, 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 blah. And probably had these really nice, just because I liked the sound or whatever. Uh, and then yeah. you you find an interview with the inter the engineer of that record or that song and you're like, and they're like, oh, I just threw up a couple 57s. I don't even think I ran it through a compressor, but you know, and you're just like, Jesus Christ. And I kind of feel like if I talked to Josh Evans, if I ever got the opportunity to talk to Josh Evans and asked him how he mic'd and recorded this, this performance, it mm -hmm. would be something like that. Like, Oh, well, it was <clears> supposed <throat> to be just like a map for a demo for the band to listen to. And yeah. I just had a couple mics in the control room and just threw them up real quick and he played it. And, um, yeah. maybe he doesn't even remember or it's like, no, me and my engineer like set up, you know, two coals <laughs> and two, you know, blah, 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 all this kind of shit. Either way, however it happened, I don't care. I think the acoustics and his voice sound fucking great. Mm hmm. Yeah. There, there's like the perfect amount for, for a, one of the things that could be so taxing whether people realize it or not about listening to an acoustic vocal song on a record is that if it's not really mixed and mastered well like a lot of times what you get is is it's thin and kind of just a uh, high endy or tinny enough to wear your ear out and kind of make you sick of the song even if maybe you're not sick of the song Whereas the acoustics in this song have like this perfect level of like low end frequencies that kind of keep it warm and never feels yeah. too ab aggressive. Yet when he does dig in, all that bright, attacky, high end stuff yeah. comes out, but it doesn't hurt your ears. Everything's still round and warm. And same with his voice. Um, and I know that a lot goes into something actually or a lot goes into something that sounds so simple because it is how it was recorded and more importantly it's the source right which in this case is eddie vetter singing and playing guitar which <laughs> right yeah i mean that's just gonna be good <clears throat> and then everything on top of it is people that know how to like eq the right way and compress and um how the mastering engineer takes that over from the mixing process mm -hmm. and all that that goes into it to, to, to give us what we hear. You know what I mean? There's a, and I hope this is not the, I don't know if this is the right word, but there's like a thickness to the guitar. Yeah. Not like muddy, <clears throat> but just getting back to what you were saying is when he, when he's not singing and he does kind of open up that right hand, yeah. It's not that tinny sound. Yeah. And I will tell you that um, in this article where they break down track by track, Josh says that this was the either the first or second take. I believe it. Which that's <laughs> that's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean it's it's totally believable, but it's insane that like 
Ed sat down, played this a couple times, and they're like, "Yeah, we're done. Next, what's right. the next? What's the next song? That's uh, that's amazing. And that's the interesting thing too. Is like those stories get so much like uh, add to like this mythology of these people, mm-hmm. and they walked in and they just did it once or twice, <laughs> which yeah. is amazing, right? Like that anyone can do that is amazing. But for the people that can do that, it's real easy. It's not a big deal right. to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Eddie has. There's something with age that I'm not old enough yet, but I'm old enough to see what. If you're paying attention to it, because age just means experience. Really, is what that means in context of like how you live your life. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. people like Eddie have always had that uh, fuck you, I don't give a shit vibe. Mm -hmm. But that vibe is different when you're 26 than when you're 55 or however old, 53 or 52, however old he is. And the way it comes out now, which I love, is that kind of personality that he's like, he just comes in and plays it a couple times and then he leaves. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not, he's not being a dick. It's just, he's no, done it enough now where it. he knows, I know how to do this. And what he can do is amazing. But I don't work with Eddie Vedder, and I work with people that come in, and that's why it's the, that's kind of the general rule for people that produce or engineer or work in studios, you know, whether you're a musician or an artist, is that you do find that usually... With a good vocalist, the first or second takes usually maybe third, but it's usually the first or second take that's the most um, that grabs you the most mm-hmm. because they're not thinking. They haven't had time to. They all, all they can do is just sing in a moat, and um, usually it's diminishing returns when you've done your seventh pass, your eighth pass. Yeah. Usually, if well, you didn't you get it in those first in your three, head. exactly. Well, and you're, <clears throat> you, physically, you your voice in your gets head, tired. or yeah. When you do that thing too, where the words start to not make sense anymore, you know, when you stare at a word too long. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just think this song is a really great example of like maturity and experience. Hmm. You know, so that's all I got to say about that. Okay, Forrest. I'm from Greenbow, Alabama. I'm just going to start talking like this. Represent the South. I want to. Yeah. We should do the Southern Brads. I'll just talk like that. See, I can do Hey, howdy, y'all. See, there you go. I can do a good Southern (laughs) accent. You. You can. Your sound's real. Mine is like, hey, how y'all doing? (laughs) Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not fr- I'm not from here. It's like a caricature, because mm-hmm. nobody in the South talks like that. Mm. That's not true. Lots of people do, but mm. yeah, it's just got to be a little bit more calm. You know what I'm saying? I run into them every day because you have your Alabama accent, you have a Georgia accent, mm-hmm. there's a Mississippi accent, Tennessee. Tennessee's weird. I mean, I guess Tennessee's south. Tennessee is some sort of like baton pass off from the north, from the Midwest to the south. Uh, To me, that's Kentucky. Really? Mm hmm. I feel like that's that. They're the gap between like the south and like the Carolinas and Virginia and I don't know. I feel like yeah, to me the that, South is is I guess maybe like South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. I feel like that's the South. Not Tennessee. Mm, there's a lot of Midwest going on up there, man. Mm. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because I lived See, in Nashville. You're, you're, I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You're you're lumping Nashville. 
as Tennessee. Now, I'm not saying that that is not a quote-unquote southern state, but if I wanted to, like, Mm. represent the fucking south. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Those states would be like, that's the south. Culturally, you know. Yeah, I would say of of all the southern places I've lived, Mississippi was definitely the reddest of necks were in Mississippi. Yeah. That keeps us in Alabama from being the reddest of necks. Because usually, like, did I lose you there? What? I don't know. You you dropped off for a second. I think. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I was just saying that Mississippi keeps Alabama from being the reddest of necks. Because it's usually like when you look at like who's the worst. Mm. You know, mm. it's usually Alabama forty nine, Mississippi fifty. You know what I mean? Like for education or <laughs> oh, you know, that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want no, music right. and food, it's great. I'd rather go to Chicago, but I'd rather go to Chicago. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. Um, all right. Now that we've ranted about, I guess, the South, um, are we done mm-hmm. with this song for now? I think so. Yeah. It 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 came and then it goed. It did goad. It goed fast. Real fast. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time to get out of here. If you want to email the show, singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. You can go to tpublic.com if you want to buy t-shirts, t-e-e-public.com. If you have a hard time finding us, send Bradby a message or an email, and he'll send you the direct link to to our storefront uh, at tpublic while we get all that worked out. by the way, the shirts go up to 5X. Oh, all right. So, yes. Catering to everybody. I like it. Yes. My 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 people are rejoicing. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to support the show on a monthly basis, you can head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash single podcast theory for that information. And I think that's it. So until next time, I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek saying, like images of angels in the snow... Our courage melts away. It comes, then goes. It done goad. <laughs> yeah, it comes, then goad. Bye. Bye-bye.